2: The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay. Welcome to the Andrea
0: Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. (laughs)
3: I'm so happy to have my old intro back. We'll see if... uh... We'll see what happens with it tonight. I don't, I don't want to tip anything off. Hey, I'm so glad to have y'all here on Friday Eve with me. Watch it explode. Oh, okay. <laughs> DJ Carrot Sticks, by the way, thank you for being here, baby. By the power of DJ Carrot Sticks. Always glad to have you here with me. He was laughing at me and making me laugh like he always does uh, from the other side of the glass. He's over in the booth. But he was laughing at me because I was waving my arms, enjoying the songs, and then the pain struck. (laughs) I think I overdid it. I know I overdid it like way too much in the gym yesterday. So much so that Jim Brown, if you're watching, by the way, my buddy Jim Brown sent me this awesome coffee mug. It's got a stick of dynamite on the front. But that thing weighs about 90 pounds, and so I just can't – I can't lift it tonight. So anyway, I'm back with the Styrofoam mug. And I'm back with you guys here, uh, dynamiting a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And there's more of that uh, flying all around today. Uh, before we get into the topics of the day, and we've got a great show for you guys uh, lined up here, I want to tell you, if you're somebody who watches and listens via Facebook Live, we're on a countdown to me moving over to Twitter And uh, for a variety of reasons, one of which is that, you know, when it comes to my tunes, you know, I can't play, I can't do, my music was always a part of my content for my show. It, it you know, music feeds my soul and it lifts my spirits. It soothes me when my heart's aching. It just really soothes me when I'm angry about something. It fires me up when I want to be fired up. And so, you know, I kind of want to bring that back to the show if I can. I mean, I guess I could do Facebook Live and then just not post the video afterwards and, and have my music. But that kind of defeats the purpose a little bit of doing a video in a sense. But anyway, wanted to, I've been forgetting to tell you guys. And, and we actually were going to switch to Twitter sooner. Um, but I kept forgetting to tease it out and give you guys ample notice. So. I don't know
2: why you turned down me beatboxing coming back from the
3: place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That I, as much as I love that DJ Carrot Sticks, that's like hearing your favorite tune over and over. And I kind of like to mix it up. As much as I love Shaka Khan and I'm Every Woman, I don't want to hear I'm Every Woman as my as my bumper music. Anyway, I also don't want to hear all the crap that can. Cont- oh, my arms! The crap that continues. I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna be able to be Italian tonight, wave my arms around. But um, I started out the day thinking that uh, Giuliani had stepped in it. That he that he 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 needed to chew a pine cone, as we say, that he had really blown it. Um, I do. I, I while I still question whether or not that was the time to get out in front of the story. Um, I, I I think that part of what he did when he went last night on Hannity and gave the interview that he did, uh, he blew it up is what he ended up doing. He went on the offensive. Even if I don't happen to agree with some of the details and what he did in that interview, as you see the progression of the hysteria on the part of the left today, you can see that what effectively he did was he flipped the game board over because it's been a game that has been played on the American people and on the Trump administration Choose the game, whether you want to talk about it being chess or Mahjong or whatever game you want to to use to describe it, but it has a game that's been played. And I got to thinking today about how I wanted to go into the topic tonight, and a couple things struck me that kind of connected a couple things for me. I saw a post from my friend C.V. Burton, and C.V., if, if you're listening to this, hat tip to you, because he posed a question. C.V. Is a, is a strong Trump supporter. He's a brilliant conservative, and he, and he said today on Facebook, he's like, we know that this deep state thing is happening, and there's a coup going on. I'm paraphrasing C.V. here, and he's like, tag me when Trump puts an end to it. Otherwise, I don't want to hear any more about it. The frustration, and I got it. At first, I was surprised. But then I was like, you know what, I get it, because how much are we going to continue to wring our hands and realize that Hillary Clinton said it in a debate, that anybody who doesn't accept the f- outcome of a free and fairly elected presidential election in the United States of America is the greatest threat to our de- democracy, although we're a free, uh, we are a republic. And this is a threat. The constitutional crisis is here. And I believe that President Trump knows that he has the power within his executive branch to put an end to this. And I believe that those operating inside the deep state are whispering in his ear telling him not to. He has threatened in the past couple days to use the force to step in, if Just Sessions doesn't, to step in and use the force of his executive branch to stop the, quote, rigged system. But I also got to thinking about Something else – I was kind of connecting the dots in my thoughts between C.V. Burton's post and something I heard Rush Limbaugh say today because he was saying this morning that Mueller is actually the most powerful man – or what the attempt is is to make Mueller the most powerful man in Washington, D.C. When the most powerful person in, in this country is supposed to be President Trump. And so as I got to thinking about those two coming together, that's exactly what's at play, except I think that Mueller is the puppet. I don't think that this is an attempt to make Mueller the most powerful person in the land because he didn't appoint himself and he didn't allow himself to be appointed. He didn't come up with a special prosecutor idea. That was somebody else. And he could and, and, and he knows that the plug could be pulled on him at any at any time. I don't think that, that Mueller's the most powerful person, and I don't and I also don't think that it's really about a deep state. An investigation that's gotten out of control, which so many Republicans and conservatives want to say. And I also think that it's worse than just a deep state, which implies that that it's just a few, that there's a few hidden people, small percentage behind the scenes. Like, how many times have we heard, you can't consider it the rank and file? Oh, no, no, no. This is just a few. I also don't think it's about just a deep state that's trying to take out President Trump just because Hillary didn't win. I think it's worse than that. I think that what this is is that I think that we've had a state, a corrupt United States government with both parties at play working to transform us and to remove the checks and balances, to remove the co-equal branches and actually take and usurp all the power out of the executive branch and give it to the judicial branch. And I think that when you look at what's happened with weaponizing the courts, uh, when you look at what's happened with the intelligence community as well as the FBI, um, the AG's office themselves, you can't, you can't conclude anything else. And, and on top of it, it's not just a deep state trying to take out President Trump. Because this has been going on for a long time, it was under President Bush that we had the Patriot Act, where we had, which allowed for the spying of Americans. It was under President Bush where we had a trillion dollar set up in a data mining facility. It was the Bush family that gave Hillary Clinton the Freedom Award after Benghazi and after her email felonious email scheme came about. This is this is part of a United States government that has been working. To centralize the power into D.C., but take it away from anybody who might have the ability to stop it. And and it, it's part of the one-party system that we've got where, where one is blatantly Marxist, blatantly wanting, wanting to take us, openly wanting to take us to a centralized system of power with full control over the citizens. And the other one wanting the same goal, just uh, pretending that they don't. And this was a critical way for them to get it there. Now, President Trump... I think is being told, uh, don't pull the plug on this because you're going to create a constitutional crisis. Try to help the Republicans win in the midterms, and then you can avoid impeachment, and then you can stay in power and get your agenda done. I think President Trump, and what I hope that President Trump does, is not do what may be right for him politically, but do what what may be right for this country. We must stop this. We find out today that his attorney— had been, quote, surveilled. Initially, the report comes out that he was wiretapped, and then the government comes out and says, well, no, he wasn't wiretapped, he was surveilled. What's the difference? We've got the United States government trampling everybody's constitutional rights. We're spying on Americans. This cannot stand. We can, we, every aspect of our constitution is being pierced. We are at a constitutional crisis. We absolutely are. And I call on, you know, President Trump, to to put an end to this, even if it means an end to his presidency. I may be talking like crazy. I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170. But somebody must put an end to this. And I just, I, I, because it's not just about Trump. It's bigger than Trump. This is about our country. 888-344-1170. I am going to shift gears because I've got uh, Gabby Beauches who was scheduled to come on the show and talk about the blue wave, talk that's supposed to be the blue wave with the midterm elections coming up. Uh, She's a millennial expert. And so I'm curious to see how this is playing, because we know that the poll numbers for President Trump are better than ever at 50%. We know that Trump supporters don't give a crap about Stormy Daniels. Any more than the left cared about where was the raid on Bill Clinton's attorney's office or the surveillance of him when, as a sitting president, he was in negotiations with Paula Jones, I think it was, for sexual assault. We could sit here and take the whole hour of examples of how, from campaign finance, from where's the where's the raid on Hillary Clinton f- involving Fusion GPS and Perkins Coy? Where's the raid on Cheryl Mills' home involving the, w- the the dude who set up the felonious email scheme? He was given immunity. We could go on and on and on about it. We have got to stop this. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Gabby Bochet. I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? 888 344 1170. More Andrea Kasher coming up.
4: Loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy.
0: There are precious children in developing countries who are condemned to a life of poverty simply because they lack an education. In fact, half of all Haitian children are currently growing up illiterate. Why? Because they are among the poorest of the poor. Families who earn less than $2 a day cannot spare a single cent to buy shoes, school books, or other such luxuries. They need every penny for food and survival. As sad and tragic as this is, there is an answer. Cross International. They are an outstanding ministry that works with Christian schools in poor countries like Haiti and can open the doors of education to these suffering children, breaking the cycle of poverty. You can help. Cross International partners with Divine Shelter School Network. And with your one-time gift of $88, you can provide a Christian scholarship and the gospel to a child in need. That $88 scholarship, created in your family's name, will help a child attend quality Christian classes for a full school year. Add just $22 more, and your scholarship also provides the child a warm meal through the school's lunch program. Would you please gift the scholarship for a needy child with a one time gift of $88 or $110 and provide a hot meal every school day? We need your help now. The need is so urgent. Call 1 866 843 9500. That's 1 866 843 9500 or online at am1170theanswer.com.
1: You just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made
0: right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your
1: entire order and one year of interest free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows 888 New Windows. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. If conflict or rebellion are beginning to
0: overwhelm your family, might be time to rethink your parenting strategy. Join us in select movie theaters across the country this May for an authentic story of true family life, the messy, the wonderful, and the redemptive. It's never too late to do the right thing as a parent. The movie Like Arrows will be in theaters two nights only, May 1st and 3rd. You can view the trailer or find a theater near you at likearrowsmovie.com. AM 1170, The Answer.
1: You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170,
3: The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to be a part of the show. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about uh, recent revelations, including the fact that the president of the United States attorney was, quote, surveilled. His phone calls were monitored and, and uh, supposedly, reportedly, that included phone calls or phone call from the White House. That is absolutely extraordinary. And, and, and I was talking about, uh, you know, that this is involving both parties. This deep state. And you have to know that when you see today the narrative that's coming out and repeatedly, almost as though it's talking points from multiple uh, pundits that are supposed to be conservative, that are really a part of the establishment saying today that this is evidence that Mueller is closing in and that he actually has the goods and evidence uh, uh, against Trump for Russian collusion. It's absolutely astounding and mind blowing. Um, but we got to move on. And actually, I'm really glad to have my next guest with me because I don't do a whole lot about the millennials, although, you know, the left. And, and that's part of the problem with the Republicans is that we don't spend enough time trying to reach out and actually because we don't play the identity politics game. But the left does. And according to my next guest, uh, Gabrielle Boche, she is an expert on millennials. Uh, she's the president and founder of the Millennial Solution Best selling author, she's spoken at TEDx, she writes for Huffpo Lifeset, you know, Washington Times. So basically, you know, she's got the goods, right? Uh, so she's here to to uh, help me understand where the millennials are in all of this. Hi Gabby, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thank first of all I gotta ask Boche, are you a homegirl from Louisiana? i
6: wish i am not unfortunately i'm just a virginia girl
3: okay because that's that's an old school uh french name out of louisiana so well thank you so much for being here um you know uh, both parties are really trying to reach everybody and get the votes because these midterm elections are super huge and you know you you're saying that that the democrats they don't they don't have a lock on the millennials
6: well, it's not just me. Reuters actually just came out with a poll that showed that uh, that Democrat congressional members have actually lost confidence with millennial voters by ten points oh. since uh, 2016. So, I mean, keep in mind that Democrats think they have my generation in the bag. They're they're expecting that you know anyone under the age of 30 is just going to automatically vote for someone if there's a D after their name. But but frankly, this this recent poll really shows what. What A lot of what my my firm and myself has been studying for the last few years is that millennials are not as interested in politicians as we're interested in personalities. We're looking for someone who's going to actually be a leader, not just – we're not just going to vote for someone because you have a D or an R after your name. So certainly going into the the primary season, both parties are really going to be um, uh, faced with an interesting challenge when it comes to uh, really reaching and engaging a generation who is set to be – the largest generation in the voting block.
3: So, um, how is this whole thing with the Mueller investigation? I mean, I, I, I'm glued to politics all day long, and I want to jab myself in the eyeball, you know, with a pen and the pain. <laughs> how? But Trump's Trump's approval ratings at this point, in spite of all this, are higher than Obama's were at this at this time. Um, we know that uh, so much of the uh, of the gnawboning boning uh, by the left leaning media about this is about Stormy Daniels, although, you know, I thought that the left settled that issue many years ago with Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. So and with this with this free uh, society that we have now where the millennials, I don't even think they date anymore. All they do is get on Tinder and hook up. So, I mean, do they are, are they how is this playing out with them? This whole, you know, Mueller stuff.
6: This generation is actually pretty interesting. So the same study that Reuters pulled and talking about um, found that two out of three millennials don't like uh, their terms, don't like President Trump. But it's interesting because even if they don't like him, they're still saying that they're more willing to vote for Republicans for Congress. And they trust Republicans more with the economy than Democrats. So this is a generation, keep in mind that many of us for the first time ever are experiencing an up economy. I mean, for the first time, we're able to get good paying jobs. We're able to be fully employed, not just partially employed at our neighborhood Starbucks. So this generation really is connecting the dots. Um, between the fact that we've got more money in the bank and and the policies and the regulations that are put forward by the Trump administration. So um, going into this midterm election is extremely important for uh, members who are running to be able to better articulate who they are and what they stand for to a generation um, who's under the age of 35 and um, who is ready and willing to support a candidate who stands for the things that my generation stands for, which is opportunity, independence, and in a future, frankly, that my generation can get excited about.
3: Well, I'm excited to hear that because you know we we know that the left has successfully taken over the education system from not only K twelve but through through the colleges and so and universities, churning out um, you know Americans that are are being trained and indoctrinated against the free markets, against uh, limited regulations, and limited taxation, and and pro socialist and entitlement mentality. So it's it's exciting to me to hear that they're connecting the dots between good you know conservative policy and you know an economic results. That's very, very encouraging to me on top of the fact that anybody, you know, I think that that mindset right now is reflecting what happened in the 2016 election in which people did not vote for President Trump thinking that he was, was a dude that that was um, a completely 100% faithful husband to one woman his entire life and never stepped out of line in any way, you know, uh, from from a you know bad behavior standpoint. Um, but what they were really looking for was somebody who was going to come in and do, you know, the to turn things around economically you know wasn't who was it for bill clinton who said you know it's it's about the economy stupid right
6: Right, and and you get it because people who voted for Donald Trump weren't voting for their pastor. They were voting for someone who um, was going to be a wise steward of the economy, who was going to protect us at home and abroad, and Donald Trump has um, held up all those promises. But hey, when it comes to my generation, um, as someone who's studied millennial motivation, voting patterns, and and hiring patterns, what we see consistently is that millennials are looking for two things. Um, authenticity and accountability. That's what they're looking for in politicians and leaders and um, and in brands that they follow. So if politicians who are running in 2018 and 2020 want to capture this millennial vote, they've got to be themselves. That's why Donald Trump did better than anyone was expecting with the millennial voters, because he was who he was. He didn't try to be someone else. He was extremely authentic, and um, and because of that, this generation um, certainly has a higher trust level with this president um, than they have um, with with Hillary Clinton.
3: Well, she doesn't seem to know that because if you listen to the, if you read any of that book or listen to any of her her, her what happened to her, um, you know uh, it, it didn't have anything at all to do with her her ability as a candidate to resonate with anybody. It was it was the fault of us white women who let who let our bosses and our husbands drag us into <laughs> the booth and make us vote, you know, uh, for Donald Trump, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, well, I just hope, I hope nobody on the left is, is paying any attention to you because they just might be changing what they're, they might change their tactics. And, uh, and I'm hoping, and I'm hoping it's only Republicans listen, because I think you're right on. And I'm, I'm just so, I'm just feeling so much better about the millennials and, um, with what you're saying. So, um, when Nancy Pelosi comes out the other day and says, you know what, I ain't going anywhere. I, I, we're going to take back the house and I'm going to be the, the speaker again. Um, that's good news to me because the millennials are going to reject her. Correct.
6: Yeah, I mean, good luck with those 23 extra seats that you're looking to, to win back because um, Democratic Party, they just launched the hashtag I will vote campaign, hoping and praying that millennials will, will turn out. And, you know, I've got to be honest, Andrew, unfortunately, I've seen many Republicans who don't get how powerful the millennial vote is, and they're saying we hope that they don't, that they don't show up. The Democrats are pushing millennials out, hoping that they'll, that they'll vote for, for Democrats, and many um, Republicans are saying, gosh, I hope um, millennials don't show up here's what's really interesting what most people aren't talking about millennials are on par uh with baby boomers coming into the election here in in 2018 and by 2020 will be the largest part of the electorate Mm. so this is a generation that you cannot ignore you can't placate you can't pretend like we're all in college millennials are ages 18 to 37 we're massive and yeah. so you're got, you've got to learn how to talk to us about jobs, about how different loan repayment, about opportunity and about um, things that this generation gets excited about.
3: What and, about. And
6: I think this. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to ask because we've only got a bit, about a minute and a half left. What about the social, social justice warrior stuff? You know, because, you, you, you know, it, listening to you, it sounds like the millennials are really tuning that out. And it's really just about the economics for them.
6: Well, it certainly does depend on what millennials are talking about. We've got millennials who you rightly explained are coming out of a four-year education system that essentially brainwashed them into thinking capitalism is the dirtiest word out there and socialism is something that, you know, is to be praised. Um, so I certainly think that you've got to, um, got to look at this generation at more than just a giant swath or certainly some um, segmentation. I think that's really important. Uh, but this generation, you know, time and time again, when you look at studies, when you ask millennials if they support um, socialism over capitalism, they say socialism. But here's the thing. If you ask them if they support free market or government distribution of wealth they say free market yeah. so we are we are fighting a term war, a phrase war more awards mm-hmm. um, more than even an ideological war which I think many people don't quite understand yet so um, yeah. so understanding how, what motivates my generation reaching us in terms and phrases we get is the key to victory in 2018 and beyond
3: I agree and I think so especially so much about the words because Uh, I I think that we need to, when it comes to the cultural social stuff, like the social justice warrior stuff, I think that we need to reach, uh, for example, the LBGT community and speak to them about freedom and individual freedom and liberty and how theirs would be compromised. Uh, with the left and you know but we don't really speak we speak in the right way you know we allow as we were the republican party and candidates either stay away from these hot button issues or they just don't know how to speak to anybody like when i had a get equal or the log cabin republicans or different lbgt groups on you know once you get inside of it and you start talking about liberty and freedom and stuff then that's where there's common ground because right
6: i could not agree more and that's what my generation is looking for is they don't expect republicans to have the answers but they want a party to have a conversation and that's what this generation is looking for when it comes to who we're voting for
3: well gabby Bochet, thank you so much for being here i appreciate it so much thanks for having me on all right well we are going to take a break did y'all know that today was national day of prayer day Really important day for this country. The last when President Obama had a National Day of Prayer, that was when he took to the microphone and proceeded to badmouth Christians and say that we were the we were the problem and the blame for radical Islam. Okay, anything the left is constantly working hard to attack our Judeo-Christian principles, particularly and as part of the culture war movement that involves the gender. We've been talking quite a lot here about AB two nine four three, the attack on Christianity and the attempts to silence us. There is a march. In D.C. happening, involving that. And we are going to talk to the founder when we come back. Andrea K Show coming up.
1: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan,
0: And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. We know many of you listening right now to The Answer are in or near retirement, the most critical part of your financial life. Knowing this, we've designed a brand new radio show with you in mind. Your Money Talks with Jerry Sluzewitz. Join us Saturday afternoons at 1 o'clock to talk everything retirement. Boomers, it's new and it's for you. Your Money Talks, Saturday afternoons at 1 with Jerry sluzowitz Right here on AM 1170, The Answer. You could send the child in your life to a public school, but why when you could send them to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's half price tuition program. That's the 2018-2019 school year for half price. Log on to AM1170TheAnswer.com or tap the am 1170 The Answer app for the complete list of schools. Then call 844-800-5757 now to enroll your child. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call today. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. AM
1: 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to be a part of the show. Joining me now is Jeffrey McCall. He's the founder of the Freedom March and For This Time Ministry. Hi, Jeffrey. Welcome to The Andrea K Show.
7: Hey, how are you?
3: Well, I'm wonderful, and I'm so glad to have you here um, tell everybody about this uh, march that's happening in DC.
7: Yeah, so I was at, I was in Washington D.C. in September of last year at another event, and I was speaking on my life coming out of a transgender lifestyle, homosexual lifestyle, and um, when I was speaking at the event, I just a thought it came to my mind. Why don't we have a march with people that came out of homosexual or transgender lives to follow Jesus Christ? Why don't we all join the Capitol and have a march? Because there's been marches the past couple of years for everything else.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: So when the idea came, I just I stepped out in it, um, started thinking about it more and how it would look and apply for the permit. And then now it's all history and it's happening Saturday. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, it, it's absolutely extraordinary because, you know, yeah, you're right. There's marches for everything. Um, and, you know, yes, I and, and I and I love that fact because we are a nation that, you know, allows the right of assembly and to peacefully protest. And I say, get out in the streets. In fact, I think we need to do, I think we probably should all descend upon Washington right now just to, to stop this Mueller investigation. That's a That's a topic for another day. But what I love, so what I loved so much about what you guys are doing is that I've I've recently started talking a lot about the cultural. Well... <laughs> War that's in spiritual war that's going on In our country right now And it's been very progressive It started and it's very much by design The left wanting to destroy the Judeo-Christian Principles of our nation It started with uh, destroying the family Which was you know telling people You didn't need to get married just live together Then it was you didn't need to be married to have a baby Then it was women you don't even need to be married To have a baby you don't even need a man Go to the sperm bank then it was about You know same sex marriage Now um, there's no not even any such thing as gender. It's all about destroying uh, the fabric of our society. And the whole transgender thing is a critical part of that. They've got to destroy the roles of man and woman. And when, uh, and, you know, um, recently we had here in California, uh, the AB 2943, which seeks basically to oppress and criminalize christianity involving anything that christians uh, involving uh, christian beliefs on sexual morality and so it's really critical that we now are at a place to where christianity is being criminalized and it's so critical that we do march against this oppression and for yeah. freedom of religion but but i i'm curious to talk a little bit about your personal story because ab2943 is, is being passed here because they're saying that it's absolutely no way that any religion or any faith can stop homosexuality or transgenderism. Speak to that.
7: Yeah, well, I would love to speak to that because it's my personal story. Um, my whole life, um, I from a young age, I started experiencing same-sex attractions, and by 15, I acted out on them. And by 27, I had went so far as to um, living transgender and really feeling this was a part of me and that I was just, this was what I was supposed to do and what I was supposed to be. And really the media and society had just pushed it. And Bruce Jenner had just come out, you know, as Caitlyn. And there was just so much going on. And so when I started living transgender and really started talking to psychologists and psychiatrists, both of them, um, they really pushed it. I was at a state university and it really just pushed it on me like, you know, this, you are, you mm-hmm. are trapped in the wrong body. You are this, you have gender dysphoria and we can diagnose you with this. And after, I think two diagnoses, you can begin having surgery, major surgeries. And so they just, uh, what, everything that I was feeling and what I know now is deception from the enemy. There's a very real mm-hmm. enemy in this world against us. And when I was living in that, um, they were just helping push it right along with me. And so my whole life really really just spiraled out of control. And I turned to the Lord. I was—I think I had even been out that night. I came home, and I was crying, I was just very upset, and I was talking to the Lord, and I said, God, I know there are people that live for you. Not just go to church on Sunday, but there's, like, people that really live for you. Like, they're a part of the church, but they have a relationship with you. And I said, I've seen them, I've met people with joy and peace and these things. And I'll never forget, I was just crying that night, and all of a sudden, all my Ideas, everything I was thinking in my mind, everything I was speaking out loud and the crying, all that, it just interrupted it. And I heard God say, Yes, you will live for me. And from that day forward, a seed of hope was planted in me. And a couple months later, I left my life as scarlet, And I said, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know all the answers. I don't know anything really. Mm -hmm. I was like, But I will follow you, Jesus Christ. If you said in the Bible, that to follow you, people would have to deny their self, pick up their cross and follow you. I'm going to try to figure out what that looks like. I'm going to quit doing everything I want to do and see what you have to offer. And he made my whole life new. I have joy. I have peace. I have all of that. Mm. And it was from following him, not following what the world told me, not even following what um, others said, just following what he was showing me and, and learning about him in the scripture. And when I found out that God loved the world so much he gave Jesus and that Jesus not just was given and came and willingly came, but actually willingly died for everything i done. And to accept him, I could be forgiven of my sin. And he would give me abundant life. The scripture says he will give abundant life. When I tasted of his abundant life, nothing in the world ever tasted as wood.
3: Well, I just think that is, oh, I could cry. That is so... Beautiful and so beautifully said. And to think that there are politicians that don't want to allow you or anybody else to share that story yeah. because because it threatens their agenda. That actually hurts anybody in the LBGT community who who might yeah. want to hear that. So there you know, know. (laughs) right? I mean, this is this is we've got to push back against this. This is tyranny. Our country was founded on Judeo Christian principles. and, And we are a nation that believes in religious freedom, you and your story is as important. As anybody else who says that you're wrong, who says, no, I'm a transgender or I'm homosexual and this is, this is who I am. They've got the right to have that, that belief. They've got the right to express that. And you should be yes, given this, yes. And you should be given the same right to tell your testimony. Yes. And what they've it's done that. in California is they've criminalized that and said that you, you can't, nobody can sell your book if your book puts forth that message. Nobody can give you any money. If they, they, if they pay to hear you speak, you can't, you can't say that.
7: Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy because what they're doing is, <laughs> and I was just talking about this scripture earlier with someone that I went to dinner with here outside D.C. Uh, Paul says in the scripture, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against right. principalities and realms and all these things. And there are there if people could just see in the spiritual realm for 20 minutes, their whole life would change. There's just forces right. battling for souls all over. Mm-hmm. And these forces are using human beings to push their agenda, to silence the truth, to silence my story and so many other people's stories. And the thing about America, America is so founded on Judeo-Christian values. America from the beginning was to give people free rights to whatever they wanted. And that's what God did from the beginning in the in the garden with Adam and Eve. He gave them free will. He told them. He told them that they had a choice to eat from that tree. He didn't that's tell right. them, You're going I'm gonna forcefully make you live for me. And that's what America does. America gives every single American citizen the right to choose what they want to believe. Just as God that's did. Right. It's so biblical. It's so God what our that's country right. does. And they have a right they can march they can tell whatever they want and they get all the media attention with all that stuff so now i just feel the lord shifting things where now it's time for our stories to be heard and that's what the freedom march is about freedom through him and a freedom to speak it out
3: well tell everybody the details of the march if they're in the area or if they'd like to go
7: yeah so the march is saturday may 5th in washington dc it's at the sylvan theater it's a Theater right there beside the Washington Monument. If anyone Googles it, you can find it. It's the National Sylvan Theater right beside the Washington Monument. And we're having speakers from 12 to 3 that came out of those lifestyles speaking and sharing their stories, including Louis Ruiz, one of the survivors of the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting, and he is now Christian and following Christ. And I mean, so many others. MJ Nixon, the director of a documentary. The the documentary is 12 stories. I'm included in that documentary. It's on Vimeo.com. It's called Here's My Heart documentary. And it's 12 stories of people that... Um, We're free from homosexual or transgender lives So we're joining there And then from 3 to 4 after the speakers are done We'll be marching from Let's see, the Sylvan Theater To the back of the White House The road that goes to the back of the White House Onto the Ellipse, the President's Park Uh And that area So we would love for anyone to join us in D.C. for the event And we're just so looking forward to having our stories told
3: Well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight And telling your story And God bless you, Jeffrey I just mean that from the bottom of my heart
7: Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor.
3: All right, sweetheart. Good night, hon. Good night. All right. Speaking of this and speaking of indoctrination and continuing to push this, did you guys hear now that I guess Disney um has created Mickey Mouse ears uh just in time for a gay pride parade. And um let's see, I, I guess I guess they're gonna they're gonna look like oh, they they're gonna look like rainbow ears. Surprise. Yeah. So you know this is this is a battle for the hearts and the, and the souls of this country, and they are going as young as they can on the left in order to push this. It's called the Mickey Mouse Rainbow Love Hat. That's what they're doing, and it's uh, they're selling it, I guess, all, all over Disney. So, all right, we're going to take a break. we come back, we got more to talk about, including a story that DJ Carrot told me about. Of course, I wasn't surprised when I heard the story that it piqued his interest. And you'll hear about that when we come back from the break. Andrea K. Show coming back. 888-344-1170. Don't go away.
1: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437.
6: Keith needed a little help with meals and housework, but his beloved wife Cecilia suffers from Alzheimer's. So Keith found the perfect place where they could both get the level of care they needed, but still be together at Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community in Lemon Grove.
3: Sun Garden
4: Terrace has a place for people that have Alzheimer's. At night, I always have her in there in case she has a problem. I have a bedroom upstairs from her. If she were in my bedroom, there's always a cord on the wall you pull if you got a problem. Keith still keeps fit. The exercise is really good exercise. It's not just flimsy exercise. You really feel it.
6: And he knows Cecilia is always
4: safe. The best thing is the number of caregivers they have here. You don't have to search for one when you need one.
6: Keith and Cecilia still together after 48 years at Sun Garden Terrace, where there's such a lot of living to do. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619 464
0: Right now, thousands of children in developing countries are condemned to a life of poverty because they lack an education. In fact, half of all Haitian children are growing up illiterate. Why? Because families earning less than $2 a day can't spare money for school supplies. They need every penny for survival. But there is an answer Cross International. They work with Christian schools in countries like Haiti to provide education, breaking the cycle of poverty. By supporting Cross International's Divine Shelter School Network, you'll provide a Christian scholarship and the gospel to a child for just $88. That scholarship, created in your family's name, helps a child attend quality Christian classes. For just $22 more, you'll also provide food to that child. Join us in this urgent outreach on Wednesday, May 2nd, and Thursday, May 3rd. Call Cross International at 866-843-9500. 866-843-9500 or visit am1170theanswer.com.
1: This is Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. When it comes to North Korea, the old adage of trust but verify isn't nearly enough. We should absolutely be skeptical of the rogue regime's claims. And we should, of course, hold them accountable for whatever promises they might make. But we should still be encouraged by Kim Jong-un's recent statements that he wants peace and is committed to stopping his nuclear weapons tests. A lot of hard work stands between where we are and where we want to go. But the Trump administration deserves credit for bringing us this far. The key question is whether President Trump can produce a deal that completely ends that country's nuclear weapons programs. In his efforts, Trump is assisted by an all-star team of aides, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, National Security Advisor John Bolton, and Defense Secretary Jim Mattis. If anyone can get this right, we should have confidence in this team. I'm Hee Chen.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
2: This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the
1: Word on Wealth Financial Network.
5: Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
8: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a Target Fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem network stations am 1170
1: the answer you're listening to the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer
3: Welcome back to The Andrew K Show, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in the show. I saw here in the studio we've got a you know, variety of different TVs up with different news that I can kind of see what's happening. And, and I saw in Hannity they were replaying a clip of Mark Levin. He, as well as others, have said that it has, was established twice before, I believe, that the DOJ policy is that a sitting president cannot be indicted because it would be too, too, much, too much of a constitutional crisis. Really, I mean, short of short of really treason, uh, which I think would be an exception, uh, you, you can't really do this. But I, as I said at the outset of the show, this is about who, like DOJ policy. If the U.S. Constitution ain't going to stop them, Levin, you think you think some DOJ policy they came up with in 2000 is going to stop this this attempt to usurp not just President Trump and, and put him out of office, but to permanently shift the balance of power and to remove any power away from from the executive branch they've criminalized our courts our intelligence agency the fbi the doj the irs all to make sure that the power is is in their hands so that they can consider anybody guilty until proven innocent i mean that's the, this is the ability of the government to criminalize individuals for speech thought politics etc that's really that's that's really where it's at we're, we're vastly approaching a banana Republic, but there's other hot topics out there. In fact, I got to the studio tonight and my buddy DJ carrot was like, did you hear this story about such and such? I'm like, no, but I'm, I'm not surprised that it got your attention.
2: Well, some cheerleaders called a foul. (laughs) Okay. I guess this happened back in 2013. Now,
3: what cheerleaders? Who is
2: this? This is the Redskins Cheerleaders. Oh,
3: NFL Cheerleaders. NFL
2: Cheerleaders. And if you're a fan of a certain team, you know, every year they release a calendar. Okay, yeah. And usually, you know, they're like in swimsuits and that kind of stuff. Right. So this was uh, shot in Costa Rica. So they go down to Costa Rica and, you know, some of the shots are... Provocative, or or the stuff they have to get into, you know. There's no nudity on the calendars, but as they're doing their shoots, they're you know changing and doing the different stuff. And they had invited the Redskins had invited corporate sponsors to come to the photo shoot. Oh, and so some of the women said, "Well, we were topless at the time, and these guys are right in front of us, which wow. you know normally they wouldn't wouldn't be a big deal, but you know since these guys are in there watching, they did seem topless." Whoa. And then later on they were asked to be certain uh, sponsors escorts to the club for the evening.
3: Wow. Oh man. So um,
2: the, some people were saying, well hey, you know, th- they're old enough to say no. No, 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 no. But they were at, they weren't asked, they were told.
3: But yeah, that yeah, I mean clearly that's what happened because, you know, not to mention not to mention the fact that Uh, You know, I don't know the circumstances. I'm curious as to how it went down because what happens is, and I've been on, I I, I shot a movie where I basically had to change clothes in the back and on set in the back in, in a way, but they made sure that it was just me and the makeup gal back there, you know, but if some if if all of a sudden dudes come in and you're standing there it's a little late to say no so we don't even know at what point in which it was forced upon these young ladies but swimsuit shoots and any kind of shoot involving talent that where they've got to change clothes you know you, you, You've got to give them an, a, a notice kind of like a, a – um, uh, what's it called? A fashion show to where they know if they're changing clothes in the back that anybody could be roaming around. So I would want to know a little bit more of details. They're saying that this was forced upon them and they were not given a chance to say no. Well, you're certainly not given a chance to say no if all of a sudden these sponsors are out on the beach with you. And yeah. you, you weren't You weren't given an, an advance notice. That should have been presented to them in advance. It, you know, would you like to be, you know, been been selected, we'd like you to be in our calendar. Oh, by the way, it means you're going to be out on the beach with an open crew and sponsors there and being expected to change a swimsuit.
2: And I guess the thing they were upset about also is that after a 16 day uh, photo shoot, they were required to go out to the club with these guys. And they said that they were felt they felt like they were pimped out.
3: Well, that's exactly what they were. If they, if they were told, hey, would you like to do this? And given the option, that's one thing. Told they've got to go out and be an escort. You've now turned your cheerleaders into paid escorts.
2: Now, but would this story even make front page? Or, you know, if you go on uh, ESPN right now, it's one of the fr- first stories on there. If it wasn't for this hashtag Me Too movement, would this be a story?
3: No. No, it wouldn't. And, you know, I think that... Um, there is some pros and cons of this me too movement. I do think it's s- situations like this are being brought to the forefront. I also think that it's be- it's being still being exploited and you know um, and used where now every man is considered guilty until proven innocent and and again, that's not where we're supposed to be in this country. There's not supposed to be anybody that considers you guilty until proven innocent. There's are still supposed to be even in the employment That's why I'm even saying with this story I want to know a little bit more about about what happened here. Um, were they given you, but you should, because you kind of know when you're on a set and you're changing clothes, that there's an opportunity for somebody on the crew possibly to see you. But, you know, I need to know a little bit more, but from what you're telling me here, they were, this was forced upon them, including being forced to be escorts.
2: Well, and then the other thing too, okay, so this happened five years ago. So huh. isn't there some responsibility of those cheerleaders to speak up so that doesn't happen in the future cheerleaders? Yes.
3: Another good point, because one of the issues that I had with Hollywood is these Hollywood hypocrites, these women like Meryl Streep and others who knew about it, didn't say anything. Meryl Streep's attitude was, well, because I, I'm, I'm such a great actress, I didn't have to suffer under this. You know, shame on her. But yeah, I do think that there is an obligation. When I was sexually harassed in the workplace, one of the issues that I had with some of my fellow coworkers is they didn't speak up. And their attitude was, well, I don't want to risk losing my job. Well, you know what? You're, then you're, you're enabling this to go on and happen to somebody else. You know, keeping your gig should not be more important. But I still think that there needs to be in our court system, you're innocent until proven guilty. In a place of employment, there needs to be procedures. It, but what you're describing to happen, that's bad, and anybody involved should have been fired. So, what happened was 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 anybody involved fired, or are we just now finding out about it now? And they they're all just finding pass?
2: about it now, and the Redskins really haven't released anything yet. The head of the cheerleaders say that there is no kind of that each. Organization uses the cheerleaders in different ways. So oh, yeah,
3: it's not an NFL issue, right? It's it's really about the Redskins. Although, and and are we allowed to call them Redskins?
2: Well, that's the other thing too. I just wonder if this team gets more scrutiny because the people, a lot of people, don't like the fact that they're still using that name.
3: Right. That's an interesting point. We might have to research and see if there's been any other allegations from me. now. You know, I I, the, I did watch. The reality show about my New Orleans Saints. No, it was the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders because I love my DCC. And they show them on their calendar shoot, but it's just the gals and the the camera crew. That's it. Like, there's no sponsors being brought out there. So, anyway. Well, thank you for bringing that topic to us, my brother.
2: i always keep you up to date on cheerleader news.
3: (laughs) We can count on DJ Carrot Sticks to keep us abreast of what's happening with the breasts. Of the NFL cheerleaders. Hey, we got to keep you abreast of what's happening here. Now, starting next week, we are shifting our on-camera broadcast from Facebook to Twitter. So hopefully, everybody, if you're not currently uh, on Twitter and you watch me on Facebook Live, we would love to have you continue. We are going to switch to Twitter. Tomorrow night on Friday Night Show, we got the one and only Megan Barth who's going to be here. Reagan, baby. Y'all love her. She's always uh, just a pistol. And then we're also going to have my buddy, Bob Walters, who's going to be here to talk about the education system and a small business week. Love you guys. Can't wait to wrap with y'all tomorrow on Friday. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you to my guest and thanks everybody for listening and watching. Love you all.
2: The Andrea K show is sponsored by Andrea K.